It's time to start your life the way it is meant to be. There's only one time when it will be too late, and you don't want to wait for that. This is Now or Never. The choice is yours. Your host is Karen Wright. Today you're about to meet some amazing people. The stories are not always happy ones, but they define a healing process. Listen with an open mind and an open heart. Now, here is Karen Wright. Hello, listeners. Thank you for joining today. Now or never, the choice is yours. And the choice was yours. So we appreciate it. And my lovely guest, Belinda Farrell, is joining us from Santa Cruz, California. Is that correct? That's right. (laughs) Okay. Didn't screw that one up yet. So that's good. (laughs) Oh, today's show title is about connecting to your higher self. Do you know what it is calling you at a soul level? How can you listen? As you do, inner healing can take place and lead you forward in your life. Today, I'll be talking to Belinda Farrell, who is an author and a Huna healer, about connecting to your higher self and experiencing healing in soul and body. So, Belinda, thank you so much for being with us today. I am just honored to have you with me. Wow. Well, I'm just happy to be here, too. (laughs) It seems like forever since we've talked. Yes. It's like been two months or something. (laughs) (laughs) But time is going so fast that it seems to me like yesterday. Yeah, it is. Time does move fast. It does. Before we start our show, listeners, you always know what I love to do. And I always invite my guest, Belinda, to join me. So we go into a breathing method, just a deep breathing, and enjoying that breath of life. So I invite you to close your eyes, take a deep breath in through your nose, and out through your mouth. Another deep breath in, expanding that air all the way down to your lower abdominals. And breathe out through your mouth. Now take your hands and wrap them up around your shoulders. Like give yourself a big hug. In fact, give yourself a big hug. We love us. We love ourselves so much. Take another deep breath in and blowing out. And now I want you to repeat, I am worthy of my love three times. I am worthy of my love. I am worthy of my love. I am worthy of my love. Take another deep breath in and release. And then with your forefinger, tap on your chest three times, repeating the word accept, 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 accept. Another deep breath in. And releasing. Listeners, I hope as you joined Belinda and I that you feel the grounding, you feel present, 
that you are in the now with an open mind, an open heart, leaning into the show today about learning to heal your body and soul. Another deep breath in and release. As we begin, I always love to have my affirmations. And listeners, I invite you, get your sticky notes, write this affirmation on the, the mirrors, the wherever you want. I have mine on closets, mirrors, all over my house. <laughs> affirmations are just something I love and just so important in my life. And so I'm hoping, listeners, you feel the value in it also. And you know, I never look at the card before the show. So it's a surprise for me, Belinda, as it is for you. And as I read the card, I would love you, Belinda, if you could share with the listeners what comes to your thought as the card is read. Okay. okay. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I oh. love my body. Oh, my. I love my body. Wow. Well, isn't that appropriate? Right. Look at our bodies every day and sometimes judge them incoherently. So that's really a really great affirmation that I love my body regardless of in what shape it's in. It's perfect for me. And I accept myself exactly the way I am in this changing world. That's beautiful. And I think that's really important as I think for a lot of women, we become insecure about body image and how we look. And we're always comparing outside mm -hmm. instead of going inward. And today, this is why I love this, that we're connecting inward to our soul and body, connecting to our higher self and connecting to that, the inward body of our, our soul and spirit and what we are and loving all of it, just like you said because we evolve. I mean, I got stretch marks. I got cellulite. I got scars. <laughs> <laughs> my body is my body, you know. That's right. It houses your soul. So it's got to yeah. be good. It does. And I think as we go into this next week, listeners, as you write that affirmation, I love my body. I want you to do it with a big heart around it and I want you to look at it every day and just look at your body every day instead of picking apart just say I love everything about my body and have gratitude with your body so that's my that's my challenge for this affirmation for the week listeners so google me email me tell me what you think <laughs> if you like it or not <laughs> <laughs> But Belinda has great insight with that, with what the words that she said. She's, Belinda is a, a, a lady with wisdom and knowledge that we're going to be so blessed to hear from her today. So I'm going to introduce Belinda, read a little bit about her bio, about herself, and then um, she's going to share with us some, some, some of her life stories that she's gone through. So Belinda is the author of the book, Find Your Frickin' Joy. I love that name, by the way. She gradu graduated with a BA in Spanish and English from the University of California at Berkeley and is trained in hypnotherapy, past life regression, 
NLP, Hawaiian chanting, and ancient Hawaiian healing called Huna. Belinda trained with Anthony Robbins, who is the author of Unlimited Power, and has effectively used these skills in her own life. Now, this is something I love. She has completed 18 firewalks. Wahoo! (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to learn more about that. As we go on today, because when you, when I talk to her on the phone, Belinda on the phone, she's telling me this stuff. Then I read the bio, like 18 firewalks. I'm like, what the heck is this about? So I'm so excited. 18 years of marriage. <laughs> One firewalk for each year. That's amazing. When I was I? Go ahead. I think that's what I did, because after the 18th firewalk, I said, I don't need to do this anymore. I'm done. Completion. It just signaled the end of a, of an era. Wow. Yeah, I was married 18 years. That is, that's amazing. Love that story. So tell me a little bit, um, Belinda, a little bit about your life. Um, I know it's in the bio, but I would love you to share Reader's Digest form of your life, what you went through. Um, there's a certain age, at the age of 48, something happened. And kind of like your, I would love you to share with whatever feels good for you right now about what happened during that time. Well, a lot of things. I did a film when I was 48 that was considered a hard R. I was... Um, an actress, and I auditioned for a part that not many people would have gone out for, but it was um, a challenge, and I was into being on edge with challenges. There was a little bit of nudity, mm-hmm. but I was 48. I had been working out. It wasn't too bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't too much on the Richter scale, uh-huh. but I did a film and it was called Cabin Fever, and it was considered to be one of the highest-grossing films of its type, of its, of its kind. It was a video, and so it, I don't think you can get it now on Netflix, but it was something that was just um, challenging and exciting and daring and dangerous, and I had just finished doing about eight years of stunt driving as well. I pretty much lived on the edge. <laughs> yeah, tell me, when you say it, tell me, tell us about the stunt driving. Because now I remember that's like just triggered something through our conversation in the past. Well, when you do fire walking, when you walk on 2,000 degrees of hot coals, it opens up channels in your neurology that you, you say to yourself, well, gee, if I can walk on 2,000 degrees of hot coals, what else can I do that I'm not doing? And what came up from my gut was that I had always wanted to drive a race car. I didn't know where that came from. Mm-hmm. But Tony Robbins teaches you a mantra that if you say you can't, you must. And if you must, you will. So I said, I can't drive a race car, but I must. So I had to call a racetrack to find out where I could enroll in a Grand Prix road racing course. I went with my head between my legs because I didn't even know how to drive a stick shift. 
but I was excited and I was like a sponge and I guess I had some talent because at the end of the course, the four-day road racing course, they hired me to drive for Buick and Cadillac in New York. And my stunt driving career began. They created a stunt course for me at Sears Point Racetrack in Sonoma. And I just blasted off. I, I loved driving. It was just something that I had an innate talent for. I could hit my marks. I started going on all kinds of um, shows and car commercials. I had a partner. We joined a racing team. I did this for eight years in my 40s, from 41 to 49. That is amazing. I love that story. And so the fire walking, you said, started when you were married. So each year of marriage, you did a fire walk. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, I, no. I got divorced at 40. Okay. And, I, and then I saw an ad in the paper for a fire walk with Tony Robbins. I didn't know anything about what it was, but I was willing to try something that was out of the box. Right. So I started doing the fire walks with him. I was divorced at the time, but I remember that I did 18 which coincided with okay. the 18 years I was married. Okay, there we go. That but, I had, but I had two wonderful children. It wasn't all lost. It's just that he didn't honor my quest to find spirit, to, to be really happy with what, you know, to become fulfilled. When you're not fulfilled, it's like you're, de- you're dead inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I had to leave. I had to find my, who I was. And I did. And here I I am. I know. And I think that's so important because I think so many times, 18 years of marriage is scary. You're you're young 40s. You're moving out. You're starting like on your own, just about probably, right? I was, I had just turned 40. Yeah. I had my two children when I was 30 and 33. And I had started dabbling in modeling and a little bit of, you know, commercials. I had gotten an agent, but it was always difficult with my husband because he did not believe that what I was doing was beneficial to the family. So, you know, you, you've got to become a partner. I'm married now. I just got married in, in May and to the most wonderful, thank you to the most wonderful man. And I was divorced almost 30 years, single on my own, looking to see who I was. Mm -hmm. And I never thought I'd get married again, but this is, you find your best friend and your soul partner and what's not to love. <laughs> exactly. And you feel that connection. That yeah. is amazing. And I think back, like when you said in the third, you know, your, your ex did not want you to be out there modeling and because you're a beautiful woman. He didn't want eyes on you. He wanted yeah. you in the house, shut the doors, keep you in there with the kids. <laughs> oh yeah, that's probably true. And I was out there doing plays and, it was just, it was good therapy when you do, when you do acting on stage. Yes. That's the best therapy. I would agree because you're learning to use your voice. You're learning yeah. to speak. You're learning to, the inner child, I believe, comes out of us when we're acting, when we're singing, when we're dancing, that joy comes yeah. forward. And you love the stage and that just probably just brings her out more so. And you I would say you've always been connected with your inner child. Probably that's true. I know we we couldn't afford a car when I was growing up. We took buses 
and I would go up and down the, um, the bus singing songs and people would give me money. And I thought, this is pretty cool <laughs> since I was about five years old. And so every time I'd start singing, people would hand me money. So I think that's where I learned that I could entertain people and it was fun and it made them happy. It changed their sour spirit to something joyful. Yes. So I love doing that. Well, it's bringing, like you said, you bring joy to their souls. And here, who wouldn't love a little five-year-old singing and dancing for them? <laughs> and bringing them joy. But yet you had the, the courage to do it. You didn't even think twice. You know, no, it was natural. Yeah, it's just natural. The beauty of the the innocence of the child, you know, is just like to keep that innocence throughout your entire life as you grow up. To me, I think is one of those things that we lose along the way, because we start listening to the outside world telling us what we should and shouldn't do, what we should and shouldn't be, and I think so often as humans we lose that inner child, that inner spirit. And it's so important to connect. And oh, and laugh, laugh. Oh my gosh, how important is that? Laughter is you know, the best medicine, right? Well, Deepak Chopra, whom I admire very much, said that when you, when you laugh, you create a chemical in your body called interleukin-2. And when, you're, when you have cancer... You have to pay for interleukin-2. It's $20,000 a session. And you make it in your own body when you're joyful and laugh. You make millions of dollars of interleukin-2. <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't want to do that? So right? <laughs> deep belly laughs. You don't even have to know what you're laughing about. Just, <laughs> just laugh. Just do it. <laughs> when I hear that noise... I laugh at the laugh because it's right. <laughs> because yeah. you're just like, oh, my gosh. Well, and I think laughter, there's so much, you know, yucky in the world, just so much horror. But I also believe there's so much light, too. And the laughter is yeah. looking for the good. But I agree with what you're saying here, Belinda. We need to we need to look into the laughter and just telling yourself a funny joke, laughing at, you know, Putting on a comedy show and just laughing. Yeah. Just I, love to, I love to watch Friends or Seinfeld. <laughs> you end the day with something like that. Just yeah. really, really funny stuff. Upbeat and laugh. The <laughs> Office. My kids, oh my gosh, oh, love yes. The Office. So funny. <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting ready to go into a break. We'll be right back after this break with Belinda Farrell. And we're going to learn a little bit more about the soul and her life story. We'll be right back after this message. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Everyone knows a realtor. A seasoned realtor, Karen Wright, has the experience and the knowledge of this crazy market. 
Whether you are a first-time homeowner, downsizing, or divorced, Karen understands the importance of easing the pressure for her clients. A hands-on realtor, Karen has been known to paint rooms, box up toys, bring food to her exhausted clients, and even help them find movers and cleaners to help simplify the process. She reminds her clients to take a deep breath and trust in her. For your next real estate needs, remember Karen Wright at Realty Path Summit. Visit yourbestmoveyet.net. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency Podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. The book Now or Never, Shine Baby Shine, is authored by number one international best-selling author Karen Wright. Karen's book invites readers to learn and grow through every aspect of her life. She invites all who have experienced any loss in their life to take time, read, and feel her words as she opens her soul page after page. Through each twist and turn of her journey, Karen invites her readers to heal and become the person you are truly meant to be. Find your truth, live now, and shine. Visit shinenowornever.com or look for the book on amazon.com. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Now or Never, The Choice is Yours. To connect with the program today, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is Karen at ShineNowOrNever.com. Let's get back to this week's show. Here again is Karen Wright. Listeners, welcome back. We've had the privilege of speaking with Belinda Farrell today. She is a wonderful, exciting lady full of, full of love and laughter. She has experienced every, everything in her life, firewalks to stunt car driver, an actress, being on stage, raising two kids, gone through a divorce, remarried after 30 years so happy for her and there's she went through a time in her life where she um you were in hawaii doing hypnosis right hypnotherapy right i had been sent to hawaii to do a mastery course i never told tony robbins that i was afraid of water (gasps) yeah I know. I could race cars. I could spin them. I could do slides. I did all these dangerous stunts on earth. But you get me in the water and I would be just puddles. And here I go to Hawaii and I'm surrounded by water. And it was um, a little bit scary, but I went with it. And when we were doing a session where we were doing this ha breathing breathing through the nose to try to fill a glass of water at the top of our heads mm-hmm. and out through the mouth. And I did that breathing for about 10 minutes and then it was to connect to our higher selves. But what I connected to was this amazing sea parting in front of me and these dolphins and whales coming inside 
and I'm looking at all these dolphins and I have never seen them on my radar ever because Mm -hmm. I never was in the water. Right. They started to invade my dreams at night and they started teaching me how to swim. So in the morning, I'd wake up and I'd say, I've got to go out to be with the dolphins, but that means I'd have to get in the water. I'm not so sure I want to get in the water, but I want to see the dolphins. So I was, this battle was going on, and finally the dolphins won, and I got out into the water, scared to death, holding on to a friend of mine. He even still has scar marks in his arm, poor guy. Anyway, the dolphins came to me, and I lost my fear. They, they taught me how to dive. They taught me how to just be one with the pod. It was an incredible love story. And from that moment on, I lost my fear of the water. I started to think about bringing other people to meet up with the wild spinner dolphins. Mm -hmm. And I did that for 20 years, did seminars, taking people out to swim with the dolphins. We always had dolphins. Yeah. And and dolphins are very, to me, very sensitive and... um, they do connect to your soul. There's yes. something, they're intelligent mammals, very much so. Beyond our intelligence. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. They're connected. They're connected in that. Oh. I would just think a thought and the dolphin would know what I was thinking. I remember there was a dolphin that had swum ahead about a hundred yards and there was a remora fish, like a leech fish attached to it. And my thought was, I can help you get rid of that. And as soon as I had that thought, that dolphin spun around and came right, boom, right in front of me with this fish flapping in front of me. All right, do your, do your magic. And so I started working on it with my symbols that I'd learned in Huna. And all of a sudden, the remora detached. The dolphin just spun up in the air and swirled around me, thanking me. It was so amazing because he could read my thoughts. I said I could help him, and he came back, and I helped him. And he's like, do it, Belinda. Exactly. Do it. (laughs) Do it. Do it. So tell, I would love you to share with the listeners about the Huna healing. What is that all about? Well, Huna means secret. And so these are the ancient secrets that if you practice them, you won't have any mental illness. Because all the dark stuff that you push down into your bodies will come up, you'll get some closure on it, and it'll leave your body. It's like popping a pimple. You know, mm-hmm. you don't want to keep that pus. You want to let it go. And the water and the dolphins and that whole ambiance of Hawaii helps you to move this stuff out. And I guess I had things buried inside of me that had to do with my back because After a while, my back just started becoming so painful. When I went to get it um, looked at, the surgeon said, if you don't have surgery, you may never walk again. And when my back collapsed, I couldn't do my work. I couldn't do my job. So my insurance company dropped me. So I had no insurance. So how could I get, you know, how could I get the surgery when I had no insurance to pay for it? So I thought I had been learning the ancient Hawaiian healing techniques for three years. I had to see if they worked on me. A lot of it was forgiving myself for things that had happened in the past that I didn't even realize had happened. 
my birth. My mother finally told me that she had taken me to three abortion clinics to try to get rid of me, the fetus, Mm. my father and I. I had no idea that that was there, but probably in some way you do know, you feel that you're not worthy to be loved. Mm -hmm. But you have to work harder to earn somebody's love. So I did manage to get that idea to the surface and resolved and moved out of there because, and it's, it's explained in my book on page 109, this thought that came up while I was doing the breathing because I was confined to bed for a month. And that's all I did was concentrate on healing and bringing up all of these emotions from the past. We don't do that regularly because we don't have time. We want to go shopping. We just, you know, we keep pushing the stuff down and we don't realize that it accumulates. The Hawaiians call our connections to that dark stuff aka, aka. And the more you have an emotional attachment to something, it builds up this aka in your in your body. And so that you start to realize that there's a darkness there that's heavy and you can't let it go unless you can give the unconscious mind permission to bring it up. Breathing is one way and then cutting cords is another. Mm-hmm. And every day I say these words to myself when something comes up that's unpleasant. I'm sorry. I love you. I forgive you. Thank you. Just those four phrases. You don't even have to know why you're saying it, but when you do say it, it's like a cosmic eraser, and it erases those aka chords, and you start to feel better. You start to feel that you're in the present time because the past isn't running your life anymore. Does that make sense? Totally makes sense. And during break, we talked about that zero limits, the honoponos, honoponopono, right? Yes. Right. Right. I say it fast, just in case they say it wrong. <laughs> That's a good way. Honoponopono. Honoponopono. So those words, those three, those four sentences you said, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. I forgive you, which you're saying. I forgive you, which is me. I love you, which is me. Thank you. Okay. And you don't have to say the please because your higher self already sees you as perfection. So you're really forgiving yourself for the way you've been interpreting these things. Hmm. Who knows how long? Yeah, for a long time. I notice in situations. So um, one time during my marriage, um, my husband at the time was upset about something that I had done and he was really upset. And I just sat there and I kept repeating the Honopono over and over and over in my mind and just looking at him and just trying to help him like calm. And he did. Yes. And I was like, that's pretty cool. (laughs) Even if he he had been 5,000 miles away, it would have been the same result. Yes. And I love that. I love how the Hawaiians, and I love the thing, the secrets, the, the Hana, Huna, Hana means secret. Huna, right. Huna. And it's, um, 
I did Reiki master. And so we have our certain symbols that we do, you know, that you don't share with the world. This is just your symbols that you use to work on people. So is it similar to that? Would you say? There are 36 symbols. Half of them are for the, the way we are here on earth. The other half take us, takes us into spirit. They are very specific, very specific. So one symbol moves away any dark energies, ghosts, things you know that inhabit a house, that inhabit your clothes, your furniture. Just it, it lets go of things from a darkness from the earth. And they're really, really powerful. I, I use these symbols every day. That's good. I think it's important to be able to do that, to have those tools. And I know you do so and you help others also. Absolutely. Yeah, they're protection symbols. Some make us invisible which comes in handy when you're speeding down the highway. It's <laughs> <laughs> a car stunt driver. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I do use them sometimes to help me in different areas. <laughs> and to me, it's okay. And the soul, the soul knows it's all right. It's a, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Um, how can we listen to what is calling us at a soul level? Well, that's a great thing. If you're able to quiet your mind, quiet the conscious mind, that is perfection in itself. That's how I wrote my book. I I didn't want to write a book. I didn't have the discipline to write a book, I thought. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, my son um, committed suicide just when he turned 30. It was... uh, to this day, I mean, it's like 12 years ago. But you still, grief is something that you can never get rid of. And I had that happen, and then I had lost all my money in a Ponzi scheme at the same time. So it was like somebody had pulled the rug out from under me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I did the cord cutting, and I thought I could do all of the things I used to do, but the but the grief was insurmountable. And finally, a friend took me to see a movie called The Living Matrix. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you'd ever heard of it with Bruce Lipton yeah. and Eric Pearl. And I witnessed Eric Pearl do some reconnective healing with this young child that had cerebral palsy. And within three sessions... That child, whom other doctors had given up on, was out of his wheelchair and on the playground playing with the other children and holding a cup for the first time on his own. And that just brought chills to me, and I wanted to research that more. I went to a practitioner and had a session. She did not know anything about me. She didn't know that I had lost a son or lost my money. But after that half-hour session, my joy came back. I, this huge cloud was lifted, <laughs> and it was like the most amazing thing I had ever felt, experienced. I went to Chicago to learn how to do this, because that's where he was at the time. I had my reconnection done, which accelerates you onto your soul path. 
And then soon after that, I heard a voice that said, you're going to write a book. And I went, okay, <laughs> where, 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 where do I start? <laughs> I mean, I was like this, it was just a complete reversal. Mm-hmm. And, there, and then my manager was going out with, um, well, she was engaged to this man who, I guess, helps people organize their books. And so he started to help me. Because I needed somebody to push me because I didn't think I had the discipline to do it. So every week, he'd have a series of questions that I'd have to answer. And the book got started. It took us three years, but it went live 12 21 12. The day the world was supposed to come to an end, my book went live. <laughs> yes. That's why yes. the world didn't end. Because the book that's went right. Live. <laughs> well, that's an interesting thought. Right, not because of you. Hey, so and the higher self gave me that, um, gave me the title. I woke up one morning and I went, find your friggin' joy. Yep, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. When you just, when you turn everything else off, you can listen to the divine talking to you. And if it sounds insurmountable or something that you can't do, go ahead and do it. Because they wouldn't give it to you unless you, they know that you're you're a good candidate for it. You step into the darkness. Mm-hmm. Well, and I found that even with my book that I wrote, you know, because I was like, what am I, all of a sudden I'm supposed to write this book? Like, you've never written a book before. How am I supposed to do this? Right. And once I let it go, the doors started opening. People started coming into my life to allow this to happen and to guide me through the, the writing process, to guide me through the publishing the whole thing. And so I truly believe in what you just said, Belinda, that once you settle and allow your soul, allow things to open up, right? everything will move forward. So listeners, we are getting ready to go into our next next break, but stay, stay tuned because when we come back, you're going to find out how to find Belinda's book, where to buy it, and how to stay in contact with her, reach out to her. So stay right with us and we'll be back after this message. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. The book Now or Never, Shine Baby Shine, is authored by number one international best-selling author Karen Wright. Karen's book invites readers to learn and grow through every aspect of her life. She invites all who have experienced any loss in their life to take time, read, and feel her words as she opens her soul page after page. Through each twist and turn of her journey, Karen invites her readers to heal and become the person you are truly meant to be. Find your truth. Live now and shine. Visit shinenowornever.com or look for the book on amazon.com. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. 
Everyone knows a realtor. A seasoned realtor, Karen Wright, has the experience and the knowledge of this crazy market. Whether you are a first-time homeowner, downsizing, or divorced, Karen understands the importance of easing the pressure for her clients. A hands-on realtor, Karen has been known to paint rooms, box up toys, bring food to her exhausted clients, and even help them find movers and cleaners to help simplify the process. She reminds her clients to take a deep breath and trust in her. For your next real estate needs, remember Karen Wright at Realty Paths Summit. Visit yourbestmoveyet.net. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Now or Never, The Choice is Yours. To connect with the program today, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is karen at shinenowornever.com. Let's get back to this week's show. Here again is Karen Wright. Listeners, welcome back. We have been speaking with Belinda Farrell today, a wonderful lady who has blown my panties off. With no, no. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Here we go. Um, Belinda has written the book, Find Your Freaking Joy. And she had guidance and direction through her soul, her higher power, she was in, told or guided or nudged that she needed to write this book. And it was after a time where she had lost her son yeah. through um, suicide, where she had lost all her money through a money. And she was at the depths of the depths. Yeah. And yet then she's supposed to write this book. And during break, we talked a little bit how interesting things like that happen. When there's a message to be shared, the doors will open as long as you're willing to step through and take that challenge on. Even we don't, when we don't know what the heck we're doing, because I was the same way when I wrote my book. Um, I would love you to share with the listeners how they can find your book and how they can get in contact with you. Well, I have a website called Huna Healing, H-U-N-A Healing, H-E-A-L-I-N-G dot com. And there it has my email address and my phone number. I do phone sessions since the pandemic. I can guide people to do the forgiveness process with themselves. There's also a CD and an MP3 called Chant and Forgiveness, which guides people through their own forgiveness process, and the chants are heard interspersed in this CD or MP3. The chants are very powerful. They have a sound that shakes up the darkness that's inside your soul and tells it to move, go away to the light. Mm-hmm. And so that has been there, and you can get that on iTunes or TuneCore as well. Perfect. And I'm also on Amazon. Amazon, you can get the book there and some of the some of the CDs. But the only you can only get the MP3s on my website. Okay. I believe um, chanting is a very powerful. I mean, chanting has been going on since the beginnings of time. Yeah. <laughs> 
700 times. Like, that's what we do. And the chanting and all, um, it still happens in the third world countries with the tribals and things like that, which I've experienced before when I went to Africa with my son and seeing that, you know, the chanting around the fire and the dancing and the, just the rhythm you feel, like you said, the drumming, I drum a lot. And so just that vibration of the drum and the connection it has with you, the body, the frequency into the earth and into the higher self is absolutely amazing. That's right. That's all we are, frequencies. So when you're doing the reconnective healing, you're dialing up frequencies from a low density to a really high density. Mm-hmm. And things just shift and change and physical ailments seem to kind of go away. I found that. So after my divorce, I started... Um, like you made that comment at the beginning of the show, you were dying inside. Like yes. you, and that's how I felt. I look at pictures anyway, and I'm like, who is that person? <laughs> I recognize myself. But I was literally dying inside and I had to be free. I, I knew what I need to do after 28 years of marriage. The hardest decision I've ever made, you know, destroying. I feel like I was separated the family, you know, but as time goes on, you realize that it was the best thing for everybody in the situation. And I learned so much being married. And I'm so glad I spent that time for what Absolutely. I And it gave me the strength to be who I am today. But after all of that was happening, I started meditation because my mind was like a squirrel. I'm like, <laughs> all the time I get all the, and I'm still squirrel moments but they've tamed I'm being I'm able to tame the monkey is what they call it taming the monkey but when I started meditation I could only do like a minute two minutes five minutes at a time I would get these crazy headaches Uh just hurting 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 headache and the my coach at the time was like it's okay that's just stress energy negative energy leaving your body yeah and it's forming that way. So allow it to go through, work through it, allow it to go and release it. And he taught me some ways to release the headaches. And so I'm thinking that's kind of how the, the HUNA works too. Well, it does in a way. People have pain when I do the symbols on them. The, there's a shift. There's a shift of energy. These these um, symbols come from a great distance away and you do it with the breath. So it's all done with the breath and the name and the title. And I used to teach four levels of Huna and you could get four symbols and then nine symbols and then your neurology would adjust to these different symbols inhabiting your body as well. They are powerful. That's all. That's all I can say without yeah. having to experience it. They are powerful, and I'm grateful every day that I got to learn them. Yes. Hopefully, share them with lots and lots of people. Oh, and that's what, listeners. I invite you to go and and connect with Belinda and learn from her, um, her wisdom and knowledge and the things that she's learned. She's opened up. She's she's here to help. Us. She's our guide. Here she comes. Woohoo! And, I think sometimes um, I understand what our higher self is just because of my background and the energy work I've done. But I'm sure there's many listeners who don't understand when we talk about your higher self, Mm 
Can you explain maybe what that is and how to connect? Well, you have a low self, which runs your body, the subconscious mind. You don't tell your heart to beat. It just beats automatically. Your cells divide. Your body is working without you having to do things. But the emotions affect the way your body is organized or how it does. Right now, your body is operating based on what you believe is correct and what is not correct. Mm -hmm. And you have a conscious mind, which is in charge of your free will. But then you have a higher conscious mind that sits up at the top of your head. It doesn't have a body, and it has to be invited to come in, and your free will has to be able to be on board and say, okay, I want my higher self to come in, because it will not interfere with your free will. It's your God self. It's, I mean, maybe you wouldn't say higher self. Maybe you would call it something else. But it's the spiritual part of you that is balanced male and female energy. And in my case, when, I, when my back was healed, I felt that the higher self came down and just rearranged my physical body because I was able to get closure on the dark energy that was blocking my spirit from reaching it. It's like there's a pipeline between you and your higher self, and it has darkness in it from your thoughts. So when you can clear those thoughts through Ho'oponopono or through by forgiving yourself, the pipeline is free for your desires and wishes to go up to the higher self and for it to come down into your physical body and heal you. That's why with Huna, it's accepting 100% responsibility for who you are and for what happens to you. When you can accept that, then you can also uncreate it. So I had to accept the fact that I used to tell myself that I couldn't support myself. So when you're saying something like that, your back is listening, that's your support system, and it didn't support me, it collapsed. Duh, because I told it to. (laughs) Hello? Hello. So now, then, at that time, I had to say thank you for remembering to support me. So I had a conscious decision there to change what I had been saying to myself. Thank you for regenerating. Thank you. Thank you that you know how to support me. Mm-hmm. And gradually, my back healed, and I completely healed from the scoliosis that I had as a child. Everything healed. My higher self healed me. Yeah. We have, all of us have, have that power, that inner power yes. to heal ourselves. And we, we all have the, that gift. Because we have, each of us have a higher self. And like you said, it's connection. And I love, you're talking about forgiveness. I love how you're talking about owning your mistakes. And to me, that's being vulnerable. Yes. Just letting it all out, going, okay, I've done X, Y, Z. This is my life. I have nothing to hide. It's in my book. Yeah. Everyone can read my life story. (laughs) (laughs) More stuff about me than you ever want to know, probably. But I'm just saying, I was very vulnerable and raw. But it was a healing. And you take the responsibility on. 
and not blaming others for what has happened to your life, but you step into it. Isn't that the truth? With Huna, you have to be at cause for everything that happens to you in your life. If you're not, if you're pointing the finger at somebody else, then you're a victim. Right. You, can't, you can't heal which has already been set up by yourself. You have to be able to say, somehow at some deep root level, I created this, so now I'm going to uncreate it. And then you put closure on that and give an opportunity for an open space to come in and to be the light that you're supposed to be. Right. This my back healed over 20 years ago, and I'm still in awe. I still play tennis. I'm, you know, a few years away from 80. <laughs> you guys, my listeners, you need to go on Facebook Live and check her out. Belinda <laughs> looks like she's like 65. <laughs> she looks amazing. Well, I love my body, right? Right. Our affirmation for today, I love my body and I love my soul. They go hand in yes. hand. And as we come to a close pretty soon with the show, I would just love, Belinda, you to share a word of advice to our listeners, something that they can hold on to. Oh, my gosh. Just, I know kindness has always been out there, but be kind to yourself. Say wonderful things to yourself. Yeah. You know, just be your own best friend because the more you love yourself, the inside of you will share that with the world. And I know Anna Kekuya Kanai Hele Hele Yale Hia Hia Hetetio Hue Tauakoko Yena Kino Malui Kalani Maluehu. Mahalo. Mahalo. That was absolutely beautiful and what a treat for my listeners. Thank you, Belinda, so much for being with us today. My pleasure. Thank you. Listeners, remember the affirmation, I love my body. Remember these wise words from Belinda, kindness, kindness, kind to yourself. Listen to what you're saying to yourself because no one else is listening but you. The breath is a gift of life. Choose now and live. Remember this world is not for sissies. We are here to experience our own story as we each walk our personal journeys. Have an amazing day, and thank you for choosing to be here now. Until next week, sending you all love and light. Thank you for sharing your time with us. Now or Never, The Choice is Yours can be heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope you'll join us again soon. 